Now, there are a lot of podcasts we've done in the past about emotional wellness, and that's really important because I think as a Muslim Ummah, we don't put a lot of emphasis on mental health, and I think we know that. But what I think what we don't realize is there's actually simple things that we can do in our life every day. Even if we don't feel like we have the support of our parents or our spouse or the community, there's things that we can do every day just to take care of us that we can choose to do. And we're going to give you a couple simple ways to help you now that will help you curb some of that anxiety. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week on topics that you care about, on love, relationships, just life hacks, habit-forming stuff, Ramadan prep, and Ramadan is on its way. As you're going to keep me keep mentioning it because I want it in your ear so you can be prepping too, mentally, emotionally. And that could mean something as simple as is slowing down and fixing and adjusting your schedule and getting ready, changing the way you're eating a little bit, changing the way that you're working a little bit now so you could slowly ease into it. A couple of podcasts back, you're going to see we did a podcast on that. We did a podcast on the five power moves you could do right now. That's in number 305 if you need help. And if you're struggling to live a little slower, the past uh, podcast, uh, 306, was 10 simple ways to live slower with a nine to five. So at the end of the day, we're coming to you constantly with help on everything. And emotions is one of them we've done in the past. I think the last work we did on that was back in November. If you need more help with that, you're going to see tons of podcasts in November that I did on emotions. But I just want to do a little quick hit today. A lot of women have been telling me they've been experiencing a lot of anxiety. And while none of this information in the podcast is a replacement for seeing a licensed professional, what I will tell you is that there are some simple things you can do in your everyday life that will definitely take some of the edge off. And so that that's what we're going to cover today really quick. I'm going to give you maybe just maybe five tips or so, but some common symptoms of, you know, anxiety is just the feeling nervous, the feeling helpless, a sense of panic and danger and doom. Maybe you're having trouble breathing. Maybe you're sweating. Maybe you're trembling. Maybe you're obsessively thinking about something that is triggering you or just the thoughts are looping and looping in your mind. Does that sound familiar? Any of that? Okay, then what we're talking about today is definitely for you, okay? So what we want to go over today is just a couple different things on what you can do to help to cope. It is not going to erase it. You would probably have to go in and and if you do need to talk at all, you guys know I do consultations all the time. I have 15-minute ones. If you are listening to this podcast, I am in a plane. I'm either flying to Egypt or I'm just arriving in Egypt. And then we'll be on to Turkey and we'll be doing some vlogs and things you can see us. But I'm not taking additional consultation calls during this time. Although I will say is that my schedule is kind of booked already for whatever I did have. But I'm not able to take additional 45-minute ones. I know people always ask me about those. I do those too. But if any of this seems like, yeah, I need to talk to somebody, I have definitely um, spots for scheduling. And so the 15 uh, minute ones and I have 45 minute ones, you're more and more than welcome. Okay. So the first thing I want to um, talk to you about, and this is true for me too. The first piece of advice I want to give you is to stay physically active. For some reason, my husband and I, we just know it about ourselves. As soon as we get lazy with exercising, our mental, our emotional well-being, it just plummets. We could feel it and as soon as we go back to the gym you know like we're working out together and like we're you know we could feel the end you know like the the blood pumping in our you know we're just there we're eating well mental wellness kicks in it's just so much better so I just want to say there is that definite 
correlation between the physical and the mental and emotional. So our body is a beautiful machine, right? Allah made this beautiful, beautiful gift. We have to take care of it. And so I know the unfortunate part is when you're feeling sad or anxious, you don't want to do those things. But like I've said before, so much of this stuff is cycle interrupt, guys. At some point, if we don't force ourselves to do it, it's just never going to happen. Some people just keep waiting for the perfect moment. FYI, those things are not real. No perfect moment comes. No perfect moment to put on the hijab. Hijab is always going to be a struggle, was meant to be a struggle. Just put it on. Never going to be a perfect time to like get that exercise going. Just do it. Like, I hate to be like a Nike um, infomercial, but the truth is there really isn't. So if you've never been productive before, it might be because you're still waiting for that perfect time to start praying, perfect time to start doing whatever, keeping more organized. Like, guys, you have to know from this podcast after how many episodes, we're on 307, that we are very proactive here. And that's why we found the success. And everything we suggest is something we have personally done and has personally changed our life. And so that's why we're speaking with such intense passion. Okay, so the first one is get active, develop routines so you're physically active most of the days. You don't got to do every day. Don't kill yourself. But exercise is a powerful stress reducer. It can improve your mood, help you stay healthy. Starting out slowly and then gradually is something great. For example, I'm going to give a shout out to one of my favorite sisters, Hanan Fidel. She's doing a beautiful program right now. And if you go check out her channel, she is always doing something amazing. She has a new 60-day program. And inshallah, maybe I'll link her below. These types of things where you need support and help, they're out there. But at the end of the day, what I want you to put in your mind is you really, really need to cycle interrupt. If you haven't been getting up and exercising, just get up and exercise. Say today's the day. Five, four, three, two, one, right? And just do it. Um, number two, um, definitely use stress management and relaxation techniques. One of the things we talk about in our emotions course, um, how to master your emotions and in the free class and stuff is that we have to work on as women moving from having reactions to responses. I swear, you know, it's so funny. I was on a, a book club, then I was on a holiday the next week. The words that I constantly use on this podcast, it's so crazy to hear them back out from you guys. Like the sister, like one of the sisters, she was in our Thrive membership, the one that's opening for Ramadan. Don't forget, it's coming up. So, so excited what's going to happen in there. And we even have some virtual, I don't know if it was like a virtual game that we're going to do. I don't know. It's going to be fun. I have a whole bunch of people working on it. So anyway, so this one sister, she was in the, in the session and she was like, uh, what did she say? Oh, she was like, oh, you know, I'm working on my response versus my reaction because I'm like, mashallah, sister, you know, I, I, I'm so glad you, she says, well, I heard your podcast and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like you guys are really using the words. So I'm so impressed with how you guys are trying to try this stuff out. Great. Let's do that, all right? So for example, one thing that we talk about is harnessing those 30 seconds after somebody triggers you because that's when we want to say something really mean, like, right? Like, no, that's exactly when you don't need to talk. So had to teach myself that one. Some days that's even hard, but you know, this is life. We're just doing the best we can. And so staying mindful is what's going to help us do that. We're just going to go on autopilot, let everybody have it. Every time somebody, you know, upsets us in the house, that's just not going to do wonders for your parenting relationships with your children or your marriage with your husband. I promise. And so, you know, whatever it means for you, if it's 
visualizing techniques or like breathing or whatever it is, we could talk. Like I said, you can always message me. We have tons of resources on this type of stuff. But number two, stress management, relaxation techniques. If you don't have one, get one because it is what's going to save you in those moments of difficulty. Number three, eating healthier. Again, that direct correlation between your um, your mental emotional state. Usually, guys, when I don't feel so good, I am not craving broccoli. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm not going for a big piece of fruit. Sorry, I had a child who needed me. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So. If you are a person who is usually not feeling so well, usually you're craving those like saltier foods, those crispier foods. I know that's me. I'm always like, I want like something chips or crispy or something, or there's most sugary foods or those like yummy decadent desserts. Like that's what we crave when we're feeling depressed and anxious. The downside to that is that's what makes us feel worse because then it literally gives our body not the proper fuel makes us feel sick so then we feel sick physically and then we feel sick like I remember one night which is like a week ago I wasn't feeling anxious or depressed but I was feeling like so wiped out from the day and I reached over and I had like this bag of kettle corn I don't know what it is it's my new jam lately I just like kettle corn and I wanted to eat it and I think I was so tired that I wasn't watching how I was eating and I ate like 75% of that bag ugh I went to sleep feeling horrible and then woke up feeling horrible. So it was just completely mindless. Every once in a while, I fall back into that because I'm human, right? So what I'm trying to show you here is that on the average, I do not eat like that. I probably, I wake up every day, I have smoothies. You'll see me drink my coffee. I'm not giving up my coffee. That's just my personal jam. But at the end of the day, I just feel I deserve it. That's just my thing. But, you know, it's not like coffee is amazing for you. It's an inflammatory, so well aware, you know. But at the end of the day, like, it's the only thing I do for myself. Everything else, it's like, you know. And at the end of the day, it's not horrible because I'm eating very healthy all the rest of my time. So if I once in a while have one of these things where I'm like, oh then okay. But some people are doing that all the time and then they're wondering why they feel horrible. So just a reminder, number three, healthy foods, try to get into it. It really matters. Um, Number four, definitely identifying your triggers. I do that with a lot with women. I help them to do that because it's really not that hard. Um, There's definitely patterns and ways to do that. But once you're able to identify your triggers, it is going to do you wonders. And that is because once you know what they are, you can be prepared for them. Okay, I told this story of this girl, I told a couple times, maybe I told it maybe a week or two in the podcast. I said, I want you to imagine every day you open the door, somebody punches you in the face. And you're like, what? I'm like, yes. Imagine the, the madness of that. And then you open the door again. Next time they knock and they punch you in the face and then somebody knocks at the door and you open it and they punch you in the face. You're going you're gonna to say to yourself next time you open the door, well, somebody's probably going to punch me. And then the question is, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Now I'm talking about an emotional punch. Really, that's my little metaphor. Most of us, we just, we just react right back to it every time. You know, like why do we keep opening the same door wondering you know, like, oh, why did somebody punch me again? Okay, because we're, we're doing the same thing. So when we identify our triggers, it really helps us to put some sense into, okay, that might happen again. And when it does, what am I going to do about it? Again, if you need help, I do calls on that type of stuff all the time. And we also have the emotions, like I said, class and course. And stuff. We have so many resources, guys. We make them for you. But the truth is, if you don't first identify these things, it's really, really hard for you to feel any better. Right, it's important. And the last one I would suggest to you is 
to keep a journal. Journal your feelings out. Sometimes when you write them down and you see them, it makes such a difference. Such a difference because you can see them right in front of you. And hey, that's very much related to triggers because once you can track your patterns, then again, we talk about how to do this. Again, you can stop it. But right now you're in a loop, sis. Maybe you're in a loop and it just keeps going. Like I said, nervousness, helplessness, trembling, could be hyperventilation. It could be this constant sense of panic and looming doom and what if, what if, and the overthinking. I understand you. I was there. I'll one more. I even went there and went to suicidal. And that was years back until I learned all this stuff. So when I tell you from the bottom of my heart, you matter, you're important. And guess what? Your problem is solvable. There are tools. And do you want to know how I know your problem is solvable even though I've never met you? Do you want to know how I have the gall to say that? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said so. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says all over the Quran and Sunnah. We'll talk about this so much more in Ramadan. If you do this and this and this, I will take care of you. I will help you. Matter of fact, the first thing he says is make da'a. So my bonus tip to you, it, to me it wasn't obvious. I was giving you some additional. If you're not already doing it, make da'a. Make da'a. Allah says, I answer the caller when he calls or she calls. That's it. If we're not asking Allah for help, or just keep having those thoughts. What are we doing? Going to Salah, like I assume you're already doing these. These were just additional. Going to Salah, asking Allah for relief. In sujood, better, better yet, right? I love you all for the sake of Allah. Stay tuned on our Instagram as I am sharing pictures of my travels all over where I am. And we'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. Have an amazing week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.